The Denver Broncos are just 48 hours away from kickoff against the Los Angeles Chargers. We go through our Broncos news and notes on Friday leading up to kickoff, not to mention our players to watch and keys to victory. So grab yourself a second plate of Thanksgiving food, the leftovers, and join us for a brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown NFL Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the show is brought to you by Stat Hero, and Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash lockdown. Use promo code lockdown for a 100% deposit match bonus today. From the South Sands to the end zone, I'm your host as always, Cody Work, joined alongside my co-host, Sarah Benninger. Both of us covered the Broncos for the Lockdown Network and Nine News. Great to see you, Broncos country. We had a couple of days off. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving festivities, family, food, food Ball, all of the amazing things that we look forward to on Thanksgiving. But now, look, it's Black Friday. We're getting ready for Cyber Monday. But we also have a game on Sunday. Sarah, my friend, great to see you as always. Hope you and the family had a blessed Thanksgiving holiday. Same to you, Cody. Same to you. It's always great to see you. And, and hope everyone who's listening had an awesome Thanksgiving as well. I'm here in my hometown. So, Cody, I got a little bit more memorabilia to, to put in the I background love it. here. <laughs> so, I'm jealous uh, of that. Goodbye. Yeah, this helmet, it's got some pretty interesting signatures on it, Cody. I think uh, I'm pretty sure Brandon Marshall's on here somewhere. <laughs> Chris Cooper right there, number 73. Oh. Champ Bailey right there. So. See, that's the goat right there, man. That's a great that That's a great memorabilia to have right there. And Broncos yes, country, look, there's a lot of stuff going on around the NFL. Just another wild slate of games once again that we saw on Thursday. But the focus is on the Broncos and the Chargers this Sunday. we got to get into some news and notes here to kick off today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. First off, let's go on the injury side of things here, Sarah. Now, obviously, the Broncos, they practice on Thanksgiving. It's a tradition. You have your morning practice. You get out. You get back home to your family. Vic Fangio met with the media on Thanksgiving Day, and he said, truly, when you look at guys like Bobby Massey, a right tackle, Bradley Chubb, an outside linebacker, these guys are truly designated as 50-50 could play, could not play on Sunday. I would say I'm a little bit more surprised as to where Bradley Chubb is right now in comparison to where we heard even last week. I mean, Vic Fangio said that, hey, he still he could still be several weeks away. So if he does, in fact, play, I'm going to be a little surprised. Definitely, Cody. And I think that obviously with what happened in that Jacksonville game, as we mentioned before, that kind of has, I think, a lot of us in Broncos country just kind of a little bit worried about rushing him back right from that injury. So definitely don't want to see him rushed back. But at the same time, like we've said also before, you know, Bradley Chubb seems like the type of guy who, you know, especially after having gone through that exact thing, you know, coming back a little bit too soon, I think he'll be a little bit wiser with this decision. And and I think personally, Cody, from what we've what we've heard about him, working his way back in practices and doing some workouts and things like that. It feels almost like, you know, he he's, he's kind of already tested it in a way. He's kind of already tested to see maybe he came back too early, you know, getting, getting in his rehab and things like that and getting practice reps or getting reps off to the side on the field. So a little surprising to see that he's a 50, 50 shot to play, but I, Hey, I wouldn't be mad about it. I would love to see 55 back out there on the field. Yeah, me too. And I know Broncos country is as well. But there is one player, a key player, the Broncos country just loves Sarah. We love him. He's a fantastic energy booster. And he really, I felt like going back to last season's matchup against the Chargers, 
he set the tone with some big hits that, you know, unfortunately knocked out a Los Angeles Chargers running back. Obviously, you don't want to see that, but his play and his tone last season really changed the course of that game for the Broncos in that 21-point comeback in the fourth quarter. But Kareem Jackson, he may miss Sunday's game. Two straight days in a row, did not participate as he deals with a shoulder and a neck injury that he sustained a little bit against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I remember the play that it happened on. I remember when he just came up and smacked somebody, and he was just he got up and he was just grabbing his shoulder, and he was doing that. So uh, it kind of surprised to see it lingering on a little bit. But then, again, kind of expected. I mean, this guy is a heat-seeking missile, and you know, hopefully he can recover quickly. Not sure if he's going to play in this game. So Vic Fangio did say that if, in fact, Kareem Jackson cannot go on Sunday against the Chargers, it's going to be Caden Stearns. And look, I know you and I have lobbied a little bit to say, hey, you know, can you move Kareem Jackson to that dying backer spot and get Caden Stearns some reps at the back end safety? Well, now's the chance for Caden Stearns to get reps there. And this isn't the first time Caden has stepped in. The Steelers game when he had to go into concussion protocol to get evaluated, Stearns came in at the safety position. I thought did a pretty good job. And then now we've seen him, even in the preseason, play that safety role. And I thought he did really well in the preseason. He really ex- shined and, and exceeded some of our expectations, but he's also done really well at the dime backer position. I know you and I talked about, do you want to pull him away from that and maybe risk losing some of the gel that you have? But look, if he can play, you know, you might as well see what you have from him. And I think what we've seen early on, I think is a little promising. It is. It's very promising. And it just speaks to the depth of this draft class, the first draft class for general manager George Payton, a phenomenal class from top to bottom. And it also speaks to to buying into potential. You know, there's always that risk, that inherent risk in the NFL draft with that P word, you know, the potential and, and the upside and things like that, that Caden Stearns has upside in spades. I mean, athleticism all over the map. And, and he's just he's got everything that you want in terms of being the total package. But the productivity is something that I think has been a really pleasant surprise as a rookie. I think a lot of people felt like it might take him a bit to develop or at least, you know, kind of red shirt in a way behind Kareem Jackson. But man, he's done so well in that dime backer position. I think it gives you a lot of confidence going into a game against a really star studded chargers offense. You talked about those, all those weapons they have Cody on the crossover episode. And, and, and it's true. And Caden Stearns, we're going to be relying on him him to be out there preventing those deep balls to Mike Williams and preventing guys from getting loose in the open field. So it's going to be a big, big test for him and what could potentially be his first career start at, at the safety position. Very, very big test, too, because this is one of the top offenses right now in the National Football League that they're going against with the L.A. Chargers. They're also one of the teams that doesn't turn the football over too much. And so when you can force turnovers and takeaways against them, you have a better chance to win because they don't do it that often. So something to keep an eye on for this game, too. But you mentioned a backer, the linebacker position. Well, hey, some good news. Baron Browning on Thursday's Thanksgiving practice returned at a full capacity. So that is a good sign for him as he comes back from back spasms, which we all know I've had back spasms before Sarah it could flare up at any moment so let's just hope and pray that Baron Browning can make it through obviously Friday's practice and then obviously on the game on Sunday without it flaring back up he'll be so critical and I know you probably have a little bit more to say about that once we get towards our players to watch in this game specifically on Sunday between the Broncos and the Chargers but speaking of that game ladies and gentlemen I want to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode Lockdown Broncos that's our good friends over there at Stat Hero and no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose and winning feels so much better but traditional fantasy 
fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. And here's the crazy part, ladies and gentlemen. Stat Hero, they show you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. Stat Hero head-to-head is what Daily Fantasy should be. One-on-one. Sign up for free now, right now, at StatHero.com slash LockedOn. Use promo code LockedOn. That's all one word for a 100% deposit match today. That's StatHero.com slash LockedOn. Use promo code LockedOn for a 100% match. StatHero.com slash LockedOn. Promo code LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. We just talked about Broncos news notes, some injury updates for you. Obviously, the Broncos, at the time of us recording this podcast on Friday, have yet to practice. They practice at 1.15 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday. So uh, we'll get some final injury news updates and stuff like that to you on Twitter, at Cody Work NFL, at Sarah Bendra, at Lockdown Broncos. But thank you so much, Broncos country, for making this podcast, Lockdown Broncos, your first listen of the day every single day. Sarah, my friend, now let's get into one of our favorite portions, getting into the pregame side of things and that is our players to watch players that we're looking forward to watching on Sunday and we're going to change it up a little bit we're going to go with a little bit more of a matchup based focus here and Sarah I'm going to tell you my offensive matchup that I'm looking forward to watching on Sunday against the Chargers I want to see Jerry Judy versus Chris Harris Jr. And this dates back to last season because in the first matchup that the Broncos had against the Chargers last year, Chris Harris Jr. did not play. That was a matchup in Denver. And then the second matchup in L.A., obviously he played. He covered Jerry Judy. And I just remember there was an NFL mic'd up on Chris Harris against the Broncos in that game, and he was jawing at Jerry Judy. And unfortunately for Jerry, this happened to be one of his worst games as a pro. He had a a countless number of drops. And I just remember the the social media outrage directed towards Jerry Judy. I mean, I, I remember it clears day, very frustrating day for him, but he bounced back the next week in a big way. This, I feel like he's going to be a different matchup against Chris Harris Jr. I feel like Jerry Judy is going to have a lot of success because, you know, no offense to Chris Harris Jr. He has gotten beat a lot in the slot this year. So uh, that's one of the matchups I'm looking forward to watching. What's your offensive matchup that you have your eye on? Well, first of all, I love that pick, Cody. I mean, Chris Harris Jr. coming back to Denver really for the first time, and he was injured in the matchup in Denver last season. So I'm excited to see Jerry have a bounce-back game. And, I I mean, we, we want to talk about balance in this game a lot, and I know you're going to talk about this coming forward, but my key player matchup is going to be Javante Williams, and I suppose you could add Melvin Gordon against that Chargers run defense. And, and specifically, I say Javante because I feel like he's kind of hitting a little bit of a stride right now as that Dallas game. Game. He really picked up some steam. He was really doing a lot of things, you know, not getting hit at the at the point of, you know, the line of scrimmage at the point of contact. And, and he's had to kind of deal with a lot of that this year as teams stack the box against the Broncos. But we know the Chargers run defense has been very bad. So I think Javante Williams is the player for me to watch offensively. I think he's got a chance to have maybe his biggest game of the season, especially as we know the Broncos, they're going to try to they're going to try to play ball control. They don't want Justin Herbert to have the ball so Javante Williams you got to be big in this game rookie and we're talking about a lot of rookies today but but Javante he's got to step up huge if the Broncos are going to come out of this bye week and get that victory absolutely and I think it starts at the point of attack too with the offensive line now granted you know Garrett Bull still probably he's probably not going to play in this game because he still hasn't cleared you know, COVID protocols, you have to have two negative tests. I don't think that's happened so far for him. So more than likely he misses this game and hopefully he can come back next week against the Kansas City Chiefs, which there, 
We have a primetime game. The Broncos have been flexed to Sunday night football against the Chiefs. And uh, it's going to be interesting, my friend. So obviously we'll have you covered in the Lockdown Broncos postgame report next Sunday following the game, Sunday night football, primetime action. I think it's always fun to kind of have that realm there. But uh, those are some great points too, right? This is a defense that gives up a lot of yards on the ground. And look, they actually gave up a lot of yards through the air last week as well. And this is something we talked about with Daniel Wade in the Lockdown Broncos, Lockdown Chargers crossover episode. He was talking about the secondary. He says, even though that the statistics say this, they've actually given up a lot of yards through the air. So we will have to see if the Broncos can catch them off guard. Now, on the defensive side of the ball here, I'm looking at these matchups. There, there's quite a few, right? When you talk about the Broncos' defense with where they're at versus the Chargers' offense, that is very dang good. They have a wide variety of weapons. They have their franchise quarterback of the future for a long time and Justin Herbert, who's playing fantastic through the air and also as a runner. So the Broncos have to account for a lot this week. I'm going to look at Patrick Sertan the second against Keenan Allen, right? I imagine uh, Mike Williams, I see him lined up on the left side a lot on the outside, and Ronald Darby's obviously the right side corner. So from the offensive perspective, you're going to see a lot of Mike Williams versus Ronald Darby. You might see some switch-ups and some changes from time to time. But I imagine Patrick Sertan is going to get a majority draw on the other side against Keenan Allen. If they move Keenan Allen in the slot, which I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers try to do that a little bit this week because there's Kyle Fuller there. I I'm eager to see if that's a matchup they try to exploit and try to take a look at. But I want to see Patrick Sertan versus Keenan Allen. This is going to be a great test, a great route runner in Allen versus a very dang good rookie cornerback that we've seen in Patrick Sertan. This is my defensive matchup that I've got my eye on what defensive matchup are you looking at this week here Sarah uh I, Cody I, I love that one again I, that's going to be an all 22 fans dream watching mm. Keenan Allen versus Patrick Sertan for an entire 60 game boy that'd be a treat for people to see I, I'm really looking forward to Baron Browning you mentioned before he back at practice in full and doing doing the work that he's doing and I think that again another rookie just like Javante Williams on the offensive side who was really picking up steam coming from that Dallas Cowboys game into the Eagles game, and then he got hurt. I, I want to see Baron Browning go up against Austin Eckler. Specifically, we know Austin Eckler, one of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL. He's been doing it at an extremely high level. Low-key, Cody, I I've seen some people tweeting Austin Eckler for MVP, uh, and I don't know about all that, but, I mean, the guy has been a machine, really. I mean, he's been instant offense for the Los Angeles Chargers. It doesn't matter if he's their lead runner. It doesn't matter if he's a receiver working from the slot. He's basically everything that we as Broncos country had hoped that Philip Lindsay could become, unfortunately, you know, and it's, it's, it's been really, I mean, I hate to say this, but it's really fun to watch Austin Eckler play the game. Um, but against Baron Browning, I don't want to see no guitar strumming Cody. I don't want to see none <laughs> of that in this game, no guitar playing for Austin Eckler in the end zone. I want to see Baron Browning utilize his size, his speed, his range, his instincts. I want to see him go up against Eckler, especially in that passing game, and really do a lot of uh, maybe not shutting him down, but limiting him to, to not being the quote-unquote MVP that a lot of people on Twitter are <laughs> seeing this season. Well, maybe maybe Baron Browning can craft up a celebration if he gets a big stick on Eckler, right? Because Eckler does the guitar strum. Like maybe it. Baron Browning can slam the guitar on the turf. I mean, we could see that, but then again, yes. that's ideal. Baron Browning, if you're listening to this podcast somehow, look, we, you know, we want to plant the seed. Make sure you utilize that against the Charger. I mean, these are some great matchups in Broncos country on YouTube or on Twitter. You can let us know which matchups on the offense and defensive side of the ball that you're most looking forward to on Sunday against the Los Angeles Chargers. Look, this is going to be a game that's going to test the Broncos a very 
tough stretch. Obviously, seven games remain and five of them against AFC West divisional opponents. And Sarah and I, we're going to have you covered every single day all year long here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. But coming up here in just a moment, Sarah and I, we're going to give our keys to victory. What do the Broncos need to do if they want to have a better chance to win on Sunday against the Chargers at home? We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But let me tell you about one of the sponsors of today's episode show. It's good friends over there at Bill Bar. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard us rave about Bill Bar so many dang times. It's the best tasting protein bar that is out there on the market. And obviously, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Black Friday. We have Cyber Monday deals coming up. And Built is going all out to make this Black Friday week and the most delicious Black Friday that was ever in the history of Black Fridays with new limited time flavors, new types of bars, and a winter wonderland of deals. You want high-end deliciousness at a discount? Well, all through Black Friday weekend, you can get at least 20% off anything and everything at Built.com if you enter promo code LOCKED20. That's one word, LOCKED20. And they have a brand new flavor, Ruby Chocolate Puffs. And it's marshmallowy goodness covered in a unique chocolate, Ruby Chocolate. And this has never been done with a Built Bar before. There's dark chocolate, there's white chocolate, and now Ruby Chocolate joins the Built Bar Club. And Ruby Chocolate has a beautiful rose color, perfect for the holidays. It's an actual type of chocolate that has a berry taste to it. It's unique and delicious. They have a new flavor, lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. Check that out. And a new Built Bar Crave Bar, which is a Black Friday weekend. It's not complete without the word free. So buy any box of Built Bar through Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and you get two of their brand new candy bars, Built Crave for free. Built has finally done it. They've come up with a candy bar that is a great alternative to the bar that claims to satisfy. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out at Built.com today. It's 20% off Built Bars and two free Crave Bars all at Built.com. Plus, you get 60% off Built Broth and Built Boost and 40% off Built Swag. Just enter promo code LOCK20 at Built.com. And our good friends over there, BetOnline.ag. And ladies and gentlemen, I did a lot of live flash props with the BetOnline app during Thanksgiving. We know we had a lot of football on the television. And BetOnline has you covered all holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before and BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving and holiday seasons. So head to their brand new updated desktop or website or you can check it out on your mobile device today and sign up when you can receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKDOWN and you can receive that your bonus today. Promo code LOCKDOWN. Just a reminder there it's not just football. BetOnline has you covered for basketball, college action, NHL, MLB, UFC, MMA action and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing deals that are available for the 2021 season as we get near the end here and bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online we're stuffed with deals this thanksgiving so sarah my friend as we jump into the fourth quarter action today's episode lockdown broncos just want to say i'm so thankful for you i'm so thankful for broncos country that supports this show that tunes in every single day whether they listen on the favorite podcasting provider apple podcast google podcast spotify or the odyssey app or not to mention here on youtube if you're watching on your tv your computer or your smartphone we appreciate you hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss out on day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage. But Sarah, my friend, to close out today's show as we get in the fourth quarter, let's get into our keys to victory. I'm going to open it up with a little bit of what you had said, right? You talked about a key player of the game, obviously being for you on the defense side of the ball, Baron Browning versus Austin Eckler. That's something I've got my eye on, but I'm going to flip it a little bit too, right? Because it goes back to one of the other players you mentioned, that's Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I think the biggest key for the Broncos in this game, Sarah, Run versus the Los Angeles Chargers, 32nd ranked rush defense right now in the NFL. They are giving up a ton of yards. They're giving up a ton of big plays. And can the Broncos maybe capitalize on that with Javante, with Melvin, who are fresh coming off the bye week? To me, I think this is going to be a key focal point, there for the Broncos offense in this game against the Chargers. It, it absolutely is, Cody. It's 100% the, the Broncos, I guess if we want to call it their identity, they have to be a team that runs the ball successfully in order to win games. That's just the, the fact 
fact of the matter. You know, they're not a team that's going to necessarily with Teddy Bridgewater at QB, they may not necessarily be coming back from down 13 or 17 points if need be. Just like the Pittsburgh Steelers, we saw them score 27 points against the Chargers in the fourth quarter of that game. <laughs> I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is the guy that's going to be able to do that, even though Ben Roethlisberger is no longer the Ben Roethlisberger of five, 10 years ago. But uh, maybe if Teddy gets some of those lemon cheesecake bars, Cody, I, well, I heard you say that. And, man, I just about came out of my seat here. So Black Friday is, is special in this, in this place. A key to victory for me in this game, Cody, is going to be building off that running game. And it's going to be the Broncos hitting on their downfield passes. I think that's I think that's absolutely essential in this game. You know, we saw them able to really kind of dominate on the ground against the Dallas Cowboys with their two two headed running back monster that they've got with Melvin Gordon and Jonte Williams. They were able to do that because they were consistently hitting downfield passes when they absolutely needed to. And it wasn't necessarily just a desperation heave. It was strategically placed throws downfield to Tim Patrick. You had the big play late to Kendall Hinton that really helped seal the game. I think the Broncos running game is obviously most effective when their passing game is efficient, as we saw Teddy Bridgewater do in pretty much all five of their victories. Teddy Bridgewater has been efficient as a passer and getting the ball downfield more than 10 yards. You talk about how bad that was against the Eagles. It was actually pretty good against the Dallas Cowboys. So if it could be at that level or even better against the Chargers, I think the Broncos stand a pretty good chance of winning this game because if they can set up the, their running game to dominate and to control the time of possession by being able to hit those downfield throws that that offense is hard to stop because the Broncos are pretty good, you know, in terms of their skill players. I think, I don't think Broncos fans like to admit this, but they are really good at the skill positions. And that talent is a lot of times it's just too much for opposing defenses. So if you can connect on those downfield passes, Cody, I think that sets up your key to victory in this game, which is running the ball and running it effectively and keeping it out of Justin Herbert's hands. I think the Broncos are going to be set up really nicely in this game. And I hope they come out focused and I hope they come out ready to take those shots. I know you've mentioned you want them to start the game by taking that shot. I want to see that as well. I want to see them take those shots early and, and get down the field and, and be aggressive in this game. No, I'm with you there too. And, and it's going to be a big key, right? Because obviously the week coming off Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick's big time contract extensions, get the ball to those guys downfield. Take some shots there because you have the advantage. You have the size advantage against them. I think with Jerry Judy too, you have the route running advantage to be able to break off inside the slot there. And then if you can get the defense to try to cheat up and do that, and guess what? If they're going to play off in certain situations, that's where you run some power. You run some counter concepts here. I, I, this is a game I'd really love to see the Broncos build on that. I, this needs to be an offensive, efficient game which you know based on what we've seen the sample size it's hard for the Broncos to be consistent here so that is something I'm absolutely looking forward to my friend and real quick before we get off air here today sir I just want to give a shout out to my guys the Marshfield Pirates football team obviously wearing a lot of their swag it's my alma mater they're playing in the state championship game on Saturday I'm going to be watching it rooting on my guys Don Montiel lighting up the state of Oregon right now obviously my guy Maddox Mateski and not to mention DJ Doherty obviously playing the cornerback position very proud to be a Pirate go take home take home the state championship here my friends appreciate uh that I'm, I'm looking forward to it sarah and look i'm looking forward to uh talking about this game after sunday's action here with locked on broncos with broncos country with you sarah and being able to break down all the action and hopefully 
Hopefully, we get a little bit of an early holiday wish where we get another Broncos victory Monday, Sarah. It would be fantastic. And if the Broncos win, they have a chance to tie for second place in the AFC West right now. They sit at fourth, and then it sets up a big-time primetime matchup next Sunday against the Chiefs. But that's a long ways away from now. We're going to focus on Sunday's game against the Chargers. Ladies and gentlemen, we have you covered here. Lockdown Broncos on Twitter, social media. Sarah and myself will be live tweeting at Career Work NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. Don't miss out on all the action. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider and subscribe here on YouTube so you never miss out on all the action. Everything orange and blue here, the Lockdown Broncos podcast.